I'm Kier. I'm Haley. And I'm Jay from Gallifrey Public Radio. A podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the one you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready, because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy, brought to you by the Gunna Geek Network. Bringing you the latest nerdy news and geekdom, here are the hosts of the show. Anthony. No pants, all bacon and dick butts. Naki. Anthony, you need to get laid. Willie. I don't need boobs to like a movie. Chris. So when Chris doesn't know how to transition to a new topic because he's flustered, he just hits the button on the soundboard. And sometimes some special guests. As Magneto once said, Ha ha ha, welcome to die! If you're a kid and listening, you rock and your parents are awful. A brand new ATGN starts in 3, 2, 1. Hey everyone, we're back, and just to preface this, we're going to put it out there right now. This is the show where Willie has to be clean. So he has said he will be clean this week. And if you are listening to the audio podcast at a later date or watching live right now, the over-under for how long Willie can stay clean is 17 and a half minutes. Bear in mind, we're an hour-long, hour-and-15-minute-long program. So please, feel free to put your bets in on the chat room or tweet them to us at ATGN Podcast or send them to us on Facebook. Whatever it is, do you think Willie can stay clean for an entire episode? Put your bets in now. I've got the over. I've got the over. Jesus loves the little children. Got the timer going. Oh, I have a timer going already. It's all it's on <laughs> all of the recording equipment. So <laughs> But I started I waited till Willie started talking. Okay. Lola Fitaku <laughs> brings up a good point. Willie's intro on the podcast makes him fail. Well, he didn't actually say that. That is well, past Willie said, said it. He didn't say it this week. That is correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is true. So we can't that blame past Willie for current Willie. Otherwise, I couldn't use like half my soundboard effects. Like I couldn't do <laughs> this guy's creepy and stuff like that. <laughs> that's, that's clean. That's, that's clean. Gonna, that's clean. That's okay. Shut up, Naki. Yeah, because this guy is clean. <laughs> <laughs> that is also clean. Yeah. It's clean. Yeah, but but now I'm sad. <laughs> I didn't do it though. I did not say it this time. I said, "Don't feel sad." That's past Willie's transgression. Past this is Willy. new Willie. This is new holier than thou, Willie. Oh, oh god! This oh, might be one. He's like new Coke. He's pointless. Now I have a complex. <laughs> I am better than you. <laughs> Never mind. I won't go political right there. But hey, everyone, welcome to episode 240 <laughs> of the All Things Good and Nerdy back. podcast. I was gonna go back to pro wrestling and say all of a sudden he's Zach. He's Zach Ryder. <laughs> there you go. If someone wants to cut a promo later in the show, I don't care either. That's also a fair game. But welcome, everyone, to episode 240 of the podcast. We have the full crew with us this week. Of course, I'm Chris. Joining me today, the one, the only, Anthony Bachman. Damn right. Ha ha. Hey, Willie. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. All right. We also have Naki with the fantastic hair. Thank you for my fantastic hair comment. And I'm also going to try and stay clean, but that's not for a bet. It's just because I want to try and see if I can do it. It is doable. You you find it is doable when you have to do it. It can well, be done. I, I screwed up your podcast once already. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Shit. Damn it. Oh, yes. I remember <laughs> editing that out and then going bleep, bleep. Damn it. I left it in there for comedic effect. That, 
That is pretty much what I did on the Starlight <laughs> Tribune this week, and poor SP had to bleep me like six times. <laughs> I, I tried to keep it clean. We went like an hour and 45 minutes. Like, I had one segment over like seven minutes where I just cursed my head off. I forgot where I was. But it, it was late. And finally, of course, like we said, the clean Willie D. Nelson has joined us today. Uh, Reverend Willie, how do you do, sir? I am doing fine, good gentleman. I would like to say <laughs> that the new leaf has been turned. I'm not a gentleman. Oh, no, it's Willie Flanderinos. I am very sorry. Please forgive me, Naki. Is there forgiveness here? <laughs> Are you I'm guessing that's not that it's okay. Do it good? in your own time. It's all right. Are you going to be like the Flanders metal band? I am not like Flanders. I do not say whatever. He says some pretty risque stuff. Diddly doodly. I cannot say none of that. <laughs> that could be taken as What innuendo. the fiddle battle? Oh, whoa. <laughs> you got some uh, soap over there for that tongue of yours. Can, Can we you call say- this the clean willy? Can we call this episode the Clean Willy? I was going to do Willy Keeps It Clean, but the double entendre of the Clean Willy seems to work too. So this yeah. is the Clean Willy by popular request because we, we haven't had like enough to... dick jokes lately. Yeah, no. we do like to in your endos. I felt bad for my bad jokes last week. And I mean, bad as in they were tasteless. And I feel bad. And I have repented. I have Wait, seen the light. Just nice. last week? Willie, I think you're just stupid. Last week I took it. <laughs> That extra step, and then that extra, extra, extra step past what I should have done. I am sorry. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> I'm really feeling awkward right now. Yeah, and I, 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 so, does anyone else feel as weird as we do right now? I, I, I notice really whenever I'm so. getting serious, I tend to grab my mic stand, which I just realized I was doing for some reason. I have my Indonesian Bible here. Should we start reading it? Like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I do not trust the uh, foreign Bibles, uh, so please don't. <laughs> I, 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 I really wow. Wow. Well, foreign Bibles. So you only trust Bibles that were written in America? Uh, only, only. Dumb, 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 dumb. True language, English. That's all. <laughs> When is this turning into an episode of South Park? Because it's about to. <laughs> yeah, it is. This is the terrible. only true language Bible in English. I see what you did there. Wow. There's only one king, Elvis, as King James. Thank you. I like that Mr. President always feels weird watching us, and it's true. We feel weird being in it. It's okay. Mm. Phrasing? Yeah. And I do want to say, Bell Buddy, give me give me my power I need today. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. Oh, wait, uh, so that means Willie can't say dick rave? Uh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I do want to say that most times I was not the one to bring that up. What, the dick rave? Yes, sir. I was not the one to bring that up. You didn't talk about the you dick go rave? go back and listen. And going to the rave and spinning things around at the dick rave? Where we talked about the dick rave? Yes, sir. Yep, that was once again in the past. This is new Willie. This is the new so clean Willie. So we can yes, we refer to him as hashtag now? <laughs> oh, that's right. He can't be Captain Dick Rave anymore. Reverend hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. Well, at least for this episode. <laughs> and every I'll episode. gladly put on my uh captain's hat next week. Bell Buddies broke up. When did you guys break up? Oh, when Willie went clean. Is it because I think it's because it's gonna be clean. I'm sorry. Oh. 
Well, since the Bell Buddies broke up and I feel awkward, it's that part of the show where I just hit the button because I don't know what else to do. Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. So it's that part of the show where we tell what we think is the most interesting or coolest news that's come up, aside from the breakup of the legendary Bell Buddies. I'm not sure how we're going to quite recover from that, but there has been some interesting news this week. Willie, did you have anything that you wanted to talk about first? I'll give you the pulpit first. Oh, no, uh, I just woke up about uh, 20 minutes ago. I'm sorry. I see. I see. This is working I, out I was well, hoping he was going to preach all. for us in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> I, could, I could make up stuff, you know, like the uh, the church. You know, mm-hmm. I can make up stuff. Do you want me to do that? If you wish to preach I to us curious. at some point, I will I am curious how non-offensive Willie lasted only 90 seconds. How was I offensive? <laughs> this is going to be the strangest show ever. He overused the bell. <laughs> I rang it twice. Boom, boom. That was it. He double tapped it. Bell it's... Buddies broke up 34 weeks ago. He overused the bell. It cheapened the suspense of the bell. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry that the Bell Buddies broke up. You cheapened the bell. <laughs> that is fair. I will accept my punishment. I will go repent. 90 well, Hail Marys. Go. While and Willie is repenting, I'm going to throw things over to Naki to tell us about her <laughs> news of the week. I cannot say that H word. I'm sorry. Uh, so my news of the week uh, comes from, from Amazon. Uh, where we have been promised for some time of their drone-powered delivery. Well, the first delivery was made in Cambridge, and uh, it took 13 minutes from purchase to drop-off. December 7, 2016, fully autonomous, no human pilot, 13 minutes. It was... uh, There's a video in the... I put in the uh, show notes, I put the article, and the article is embedded the video, so you can see... um, now that that's happened, I'm just waiting for Skynet. Google buys Facebook, and then that combined company buys Amazon, and then we all die. Amazon, yes, Amazon. Between them, they all know what we like anyways because of all the tracking they do and the fact that we shop in their marketplaces. Because, like, I think I mentioned it last week, you can look at something on Amazon, then pop up in Facebook, it shows up on your Facebook ads, and you're like the hell as if facebook's not creepy enough already it's like oh i noticed that chris has been in a relationship for years let me start advertising engagement ring stuff and i'm like no fuck yep, you amazon yep. fuck you getting, i'm getting a lot of amazon uh, facebook weddings ads yeah now. i'm just like we're not engaged don't put that pressure on me i'm not if i'm not ready for anything, this if you listen to anything holy willy will ever say it is never get married <laughs> I'm sure your current girlfriend is thrilled with that. <laughs> oh, I make sure to tell her we're never going to get married. <laughs> she keeps trying. I say no. I will never get married again. I'm in no rush. That's how I no look at it too. But I was wondering if we were about to get a sermon on uh, not getting married or the demons of robot delivery. Either or. Waiting. Uh, Lola Fataco says uh, I can't wait for the new version of Sky Pirates to raise hell with this delivery system. Yeah, so if you shoot down the drone, do you get to keep the Amazon package? Is that how it works? I, I mean, do trust the robots. I do not trust the women. That is all. <laughs> wow. Jeez. All um, right. Oh, oh, oh. So get get him, Naki. Get him. I feel awkward. <laughs> it's Clean Willy working out for you guys. Shut up, Naki. Not, no. Not that was all. not me. That was past Willy. 
Mr. President says, mine has realized I've been married for seven years. Divorce lawyers keeps popping up in my ads <laughs> and weirdly escort girls, too. <laughs> well, Stephen, what have you been looking up online? You're supposed to use incognito mode for those things. Even uh, so, don't use your normal browser incognito mode. Yeah, make sure. Because it will still save it. Make sure you use Microsoft Edge, the best browser out there. Yes. I almost kept a straight face on that one. I can't. I can't. I, I couldn't say anything further than yes, because I almost died. <laughs> you know, I actually do. I do use Edge on one of my machines most of the time, and it's not terrible. It's just because Chrome's such a battery hog, I can't use Chrome. Marriage is punishment for shoplifting in some countries, according to Low Life Otaku. Those poor, poor guys. That's not very nice. No. I, I'm right here. Well, we're talking about marriage. <laughs> Who are forced into the marriage. It is wrong to force and be forced into a marriage. Very wrong. I dodged my 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 marriage. I'm good. You did good, Naki. <laughs> this is very awkward did today. It. I don't like I don't like this. I don't like this episode. Can we start over? Uh, what, what, what's <laughs> going on? Let's just try to make it better. Do we remove the Queen Will Clean Willy restrictions? <laughs> I've already gone this far. Let's not restart. This is our. How many minutes burden. do we have so far? 1347. Yeah, 12 minutes since Willie started talking. I don't I don't like what? this. What? Is it my somber tone knock? Is that what you're not liking? I don't like it. <laughs> I, don't, I, just, I, just, I don't I'm I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> in fact, Chris, am I coming up all right in loudness? Should I speak up? No, you're you're coming in crystal clear, good uh good Reverend Willie. I just want to make sure for you. I do not want to uh, put a burden on anyone else. I don't know what to do. It's so embedded (laughs) into my head. You've already hit the button. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. Chris needs another button to hit. I I do need another button to hit, and I don't have one. Um, Yeah, so I guess I'll do my news next because I don't know what's going on, and I feel so weird. It's like a weird episode of Comedy Bang Bang, but terrible yeah pretty much so i don't know if you guys had heard uh ducktales is coming back there was a teaser that got tossed out earlier in this week the cartoon is coming to disney xd and in order to unveil the cast they put a video out on youtube which is the entire cast singing the theme song of ducktales it's a fairly loaded cast you've got danny pewdy ben schwartz and bobby moynihan as huey dewey and louie but probably what has people some of the most excited is scrooge mcduck be voiced by none other than David Tennant, who you guys might remember as some guy named the Doctor. I guess I don't know. I don't. No, watch. He's the Purple Man. He's also purple the Purple he's... Man, but David he's Tennant. Also, uh, go ahead, Naki. He's also many other things. No, I was gonna say he's just many other things. <laughs> and Barty Crouch. Yes, he's been in all sorts of things, but he will be playing the role of Scrooge McDuck in the upcoming DuckTales reboot. Some of the other names Dick out Tales? there. Did you, you just say Dick Tales? I think I said DuckTales. <laughs> I heard that as well. Eh, whatever. Someone's going to make the dick what? jokes with Willie out of commission. That, that's you the see, porn version. Dick Tales. Yeah. See, someone, there's a there's a dirty joke um, void in here, and all you guys are filling in for me. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, sir. <laughs> so some of the other cast you have for this is Beck Bennett as Launchpad McQuack. Tox, Tox Olaguan, I can't say her name, Olaguande as Mrs. Beakley, Kate Micucci as Webby Vanderquack, who you might remember the from Gooch. Uh, the Gooch from Scrubs, also from uh, Garfunkel and Oates. She was memorable from that. They've also the said awesome. other characters that will appear in the series include Donald Duck, Flint Hart Glomgold, 
Gyro, Gear Loose, Duckworth, Gizmo Duck, Magicka Dispel, Gladstone Gander, Ma Beagle, and the Beagle Boys. So basically, if you watch the original DuckTales, like there was about 100 episodes from 1987 to 1990, they're trying to bring back most all of them. Now, if you're like me, you might remember DuckTales most fondly for the greatest Game Boy game of all time, which has been yep. re-released and updated multiple mm-hmm. times throughout. It is still one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. The only problem is if you get it on your phone, it's terrible. Don't get it on your phone. I have it on my you tablet. Mean a Nintendo game? It was Nintendo yes. and Game Boy. They're basically the same thing, just black and white versus color. I'm sure there's a little bit more differences than that, but who am I to judge you? <laughs> well, if you are a Reverend Willie Nelson, you are able to judge me, I suppose. No, 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 no. I do not judge. Fair enough. So, Naki and I were discussing this story in the pre-show, and both of us were like, you know, if they're bringing back DuckTales, maybe this means Darkwing Duck comes back one day. That so amazing. Darkwing Duck, one of my favorite cartoons from a kid. That would be amazing. I am really excited about this return of DuckTales, though, and I'll probably watch at least a few episodes. I'm glad you brought that up, Chris, because I always had this question. What happened to Launchpad to go f- working from Scrooge to go working with Darkwing? How did that come about? I want to know that story. Gets paid more to go work for Darkwing Duck? I was going to say, just probably How payment. I can understand that because I can see Darkwing actually paying over Scrooge, who probably, you know, does not pay. His name is He Scrooge. wants to keep his money. It's true. His name Trump is Ed. Duck. And there's only one thing I can say about this news. A woohoo. Woohoo! <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, now the DuckTales theme's back in my head again. We were listening to that in the pre-show before we went on the air today. That, and of course, the wonderful Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which would also Ooh. be amazing to see returned as a cartoon again. Uh, careful with that. Um, those establishments you should not go to. Uh, I do not like Chippendales. <laughs> well, I wouldn't think you would like Chippendales. It's not really catering to you. No, even I mean, as a they- female, don't like it. They, they, I mean, they do have certain uh, parties. You can use your own different wording there. Would you, with their, would you call it a rave by certain, chance? I would. That's what I'm getting at. With their certain parts of their anatomy. So it's a hand it's, rave. It's, uh, different part. Leg rave. This could take a while. Not that one either. Finger Nose rave. Nose rave. You're getting closer. Nose. Got it. The nose knows. <laughs> no, I know. Willie told me about it. it's a taint rave. Ugh. Ew. Have you ever tried to get paint out of a? <laughs> that surprisingly rhymes. I'm just surprised that rhymes. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was awesome when his brain just stopped. He just saw the gears lock up. <laughs> No, 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 because I'm also against uh, rhyming, so I, I stopped myself from rhyming. Why can't you rhyme? <laughs> How is rhyming not clean? I'm just curious here, Willie. Oh, oh, that, is, that goes against my uh, newfound, you know, beingness. The the religion of Willie? Being. Ooh, it, I like the sound of that. If anyone knock. had the oh. over on the 17 and a half minutes, you have officially won. Woo! Got this. <laughs> if anyone has the whole show, you will also win. Ooh. He called a shot right there, just like Babe Ruth. He's like, yeah. It got. It was pretty close because he almost said. He almost said, <laughs> he almost said taint. I I almost. Yeah, had but it. that rhyme stopped me. That rhyme stopped me. <laughs> Go ahead and try and say it. 
Almost it's fun. But paint I can't have taint? fun because paint my religion says no fun. Paint on your taint. So your religion is the NFL? Where you're not allowed to have any yes. fun or you get fined? Yes, and we also have lots of money too because, you know, the uh, tax thing is. Yeah, you're nice. a nonprofit with a boatload of money, just like the NFL. Funny how that yeah. works. Yeah, yeah. nonprofit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody needs to make that amount of money for. Anyways. Anyways, so how about that local sports team that's not NFL related? Hey, sports ball's great. How about that local news story that Anthony has that isn't very local? Blackhawks won last night. Who? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do not like that color either. It is too dark for me, so I want to say the White Hawks. Oh, racist. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, the color spectrum of light. You have one wow. where you can't see. I and think then you he was trying light. to go to like light and dark side kind of thing yep. from Star Wars. <laughs> so please don't send Star your Wars is now. racist. Is that what you're saying, sir? Yeah. Well, there's only two black guys in the whole galaxy. It's and all one, kinds of reasons. And one of them's really a white dude inside when you take his armor yeah, off. One of them inside really wants to be white. Uh, we went down a dark path. Anthony, what's your news to get us off this path? A less than white path. Oh, God. Oh, very, very less than white path. Uh, in March, instead of March Madness, uh, Marvel Comics has decided they're going to launch Venom Madness. So with uh, the new series coming up, issue five will come out that month, uh, leading up to the showdown between the the re- apparently the return of the old school Venom versus Spider Man, and so Marvel is going to release twenty six books with alternate variant Venom covers, and so each book will be a version of that character done with the Venom symbiote on them, and so the really cool thing is that some of the artists that are getting involved with this is going to make for some really cool work. I'm not going to cover all of them, but uh, just to go over the list a little bit from uh, comicbook.com, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 25 will be done by Dave Johnson. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows number five will be Humberto Ramos. Uh, Avengers number five will be David Marquez. Uh, Mike Diodato is going to Mike Diodato, which it should be Mike Diodato Jr. is going to do Champion six. Um, let's see who else I got on the list. Ryan Stegman is going to do Inhumans Prime number one. Uh, Rick Leonardi is going to do Invincible Iron Man number five. So it's just going to be all those books will have a variant cover where the main character, at least I believe for most of them, the main character of that book will be done with a Venom symbiote. So some of the preview artwork looks really cool. They've released um, Wolverine, the the Laura version X-23 with a Venom symbiote on her. And it is a creepy looking image. Yeah, this is just another cash grab. I'm tired of variant comic cash grabs. It's just another one of them again. It happens every few months. It's a cool concept, but again, cash grab. Uh, Lowlife yeah. Otaku has a statement for the Reverend Willie. Uh, he says, everything is born from darkness and light destroys where we all came from. So light is great evil and not darkness. But I will rebuke that. <laughs> Oh, no. You see, the darkness separates dark. us because we cannot find anybody. But the light brings us together and makes us strong and fortified. Kind of like, you know, I don't... Something that's really hard to break apart. Hmm. Like, hmm. like a dick rave? Oh, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Uh, <laughs> use whatever meaning you will need for it. Chris, it's all Naki, you, are you okay? You're... you're it's all you. Bye. Oh, oh. Will, Willie has offended the Naki. Awesome. By so. not being offending. I have offended by not being offending. <sighs> yep. Look what you did. Jeez, Willie. 
Jeez. Let's go back a second to the whole comic books arc. Is this going to... <laughs> I, I missed part of it where I wasn't catching it properly. There's a big arc that's going on with this, correct? Yeah, uh, so apparently in the new Venom comic, which I'm not reading, so I don't know for sure, but allegedly coming up in March, uh, I guess the Venom symbiote is back on Earth somehow, which the last issue I read of Guardians of the Galaxy... Venom was still Agent Venom with Flash Thompson, so I don't know what's changing between now and March. But apparently in the Venom book, there will be a it's leading up to a showdown in issue five where Venom will be fighting Spider-Man. So they're making it March Madness will be Venom Madness. Interesting. I mean, I know a lot of people have been clamoring for the return of the old school Venom, for lack of a better term. Although I've kind of been intrigued by Flash Thompson's Venom. Granted, I'm not reading the current book, but I had been reading Guardians, where he featured quite heavily. So It'll be interesting yeah. to see what slash how they uh, bring back. Well, and supposedly the, the the symbiote has been changed by Flash when like they dealt with the other symbiotes out in space when they found out what it really is, what race it is, all of that stuff. And apparently now Flash has like complete control over the symbiote. It's not trying to be like um, parasitic anymore. It doesn't try to take over the host. Interesting. And so I'm wondering if it's that exact same symbiote that's in the Venom comic or if it's a different one. Because we know there's a whole planet of them, so it's not like there can't be another black suit symbiote that we haven't seen before. But I'm not reading the new current Venom comic, so I don't know for sure. So is it enough to get you to think maybe I should read this arc? What they're doing? Maybe, coming up? yeah. I, I might, I might go pick it up on Comicsology because I'm betting if they're going to do all those variants, they'll probably do the first four issues of the Venom series as they'll probably put them all on sale in March, maybe for a buck a piece. If they do that, I'll probably grab the first four just to read them to see what they're about. Makes sense. I'm intrigued by it, but not enough to probably pick it up. Uh-oh, there's snickering going on. I'm very scared. You should be. I'm messing with Willie. <laughs> Sorry. Naki, quit touching your Willie. No. Um. Hands are right here. <laughs> um, this is down a very wrong path. I don't know how I feel about this. Very don't strangely odd. Oh. Ugh. That curdles my stomach every time I hear it. Ugh. I came back because I felt bad for Chris. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I she, think. Came, she came into the white. Oh, that sounds so wrong. I don't, oh, son of a gun. The fact <laughs> that he's laughing so hard right now. It just... <laughs> I'm really just kind of hoping he's going to pop and not help himself and just <laughs> return to old school Willie. Well, when I came back, uh, I was shooting daggers into the camera. So he started shooting daggers into the camera. And then he just started mimicking me. So I did this. And I was waiting for him <laughs> <laughs> also. <clears throat> oh, no, 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 no. I cannot match your transgressions. I can only be better than him. <laughs> Oh, because that's right. I forgot. You're better than me now. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and Chris, uh, just so you know, it says, uh, I checked on Comixology. The new series, only issue number one is out so far. Uh, right now, they're all three ninety nine. You can pre-order two, three, and four. And it actually says, Venom is back and better than ever. The symbiote you know and love has returned to New York City. No more Agent of the Cosmos. No more Lethal Protector. It's time for a new Venom, and it's great to be bad. So apparently they're trying to make it look like Venom is going back to his roots. That could be cool. I did have, before we start getting into Rogue One talk here in a little bit, which will be spoiler free, a couple other things that did pop up that I thought would be interesting. Did you guys hear that uh, David Ayer is teaming with Margot Robbie to do a Gotham City Sirens movie now? 
I did hear. I am um, curious, but I still haven't seen Suicide Squad. So Suicide Squad that. was okay, I guess. Now, the thing that really concerns me is the fact that supposedly Megan Fox is the front runner to be Poison Ivy. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, oh, there, uh, there, then automatic, it's, I'm not going to go see it. Like, so it's boy. not, it is not confirmed now. Poison Toe Thumbs. Yeah. I don't care about her thumbs. I care about the fact that she acts like a brick wall. Yes, they did say that this will presumably bring Catwoman and Poison Ivy to the big screen. And at the same time, Suicide Squad sequels plans are still underway, which will supposedly be centered predominantly on Deadshot. According to ComingSoon.net, Gotham City Sirens movie will be scripted by Geneva Robertson Jwarit. Her recent work includes the upcoming Tomb Raider reboot and Sherlock Holmes 3 coming out later this year or later in a few years although no release date has been set for gotham city sirens it is supposedly on the fast track at warner brothers i do have a a few things to say first of all naki what's wrong with acting like a brick wall um i'm doing it right now and it's working pretty well yeah i hate you right now i I wouldn't say it's working i wouldn't say it's working well and two i don't see how the suicide squad sequel will work since they killed off probably the best part of that movie Diablo was it, was it yes, Diablo I oh ooh, ooh, I'm sorry oh, mm, I'm sorry I said that he spoke of the devil <laughs> so I tend to agree with Suncast where he says in the chat room that it doesn't sound interesting at all Gotham City Sirens I understand why they'd want to do it because it's taking a female-led book and putting it into a movie which there is a great call for a lot more female superhero related stuff and DC you could say has been more proactive than Marvel in that regard with a Wonder Woman movie coming out what next year June next year I think, I think? So. yeah they've been real proactive it took them 75 years to put Wonder Woman on the silver screen they're real proactive <laughs> more proactive than Marvel's been when when does Marvel get the solo female-led movie? Yep. Next year. On that one. And Captain Marvel's been around, I think, about 40 years less. So I'd say Marvel caught up pretty quick. Well, to be fair, Wonder Steven, Woman did have a TV show, this, too. Steven, you and I are on the same. He has not seen Batman vs. Superman or Suicide Squad. Yeah, Maybe but uh, Marvel has Agents of Shield, which is damn near a female-led show. It's It's one of those things where... Marvel hasn't had the female lead, but they at least portrayed females a little bit better than, well, and by a little bit, I mean a lot of bit better than <laughs> DC does. DC will have the movie out first, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a good movie. So we're still, <laughs> like, there's still that, eh. <laughs> Wonder Woman's the last of the Zack Snyder-influenced films, right? Because the change happened during that film. That is correct, and that that's my biggest concern is it's a Zack Snyder-led film because I have said before on this show and other shows that I'm not really a huge fan of Zack Snyder doing the DC stuff. I like I enjoyed 300, that was fun, but I have not enjoyed his take on dark and gritty, the DC movie universe. It doesn't well, always it, have he, to be dark and gritty, guys. We've said this before, I don't want... Yeah, he's a beautiful cinematographer. That's what you gotta give him. He makes beautiful films. He's just not a great director. They're, they're two very different skills. But it's, but even then, you can't give it to him on the fact that, well, I mean, yes, he's the director, but if it's written like shit and he directs it like shit, it all is just shit. <laughs> I will say that Batman v Superman, the tone and setting of it was not the problems. It was the plot holes. That was the only problem I had with it. 
Now, supposedly, I haven't seen it yet, supposedly a lot of the plot holes were solved if you watched the extended cut, because they had to cut like 45 minutes of showtime down to make it fit in the theaters. So supposedly, that could be an over-exaggeration, I apologize, but the, supposedly that fixes a lot of those problems. I've got it sitting on the Blu-ray shelf, I picked it up as a Black Friday special, and I just have not gotten around to watching it, because I'm like, you know what? I'd rather get caught up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or something like that first, I think. I will tell you, honestly, the extended cut, it actually, storyline-wise, it does work a lot better. The the whole, basically the entire movie flows better because they didn't have to take that stuff out. And so there's an entire subplot where Clark's looking for a witness to uh, some of the incidents that happened. And when all of that stuff's put back in there, the movie does work a lot better. Well, then here's, then that's on the editors then, right? Because then the editors are the ones who, cut it out well the the problem also is if you yeah. film something to be that long you can't put a movie in theaters really that's three hours long in today's world people won't do it because you've got to remember yeah. when you go well, there you've got to sit well you've got to sit, sit through, through 30 minutes of previews first <laughs> so your three hour yeah. movie then turns into a three and a half hour movie they can't turn over theaters as fast it's just it's not the way today's world works everything's got to be about two and a half two hours and 45 minutes long it seems like anymore also attention span. What? Yeah. I don't what? <laughs> Squirrel. William Blankenship says uh, Dawn of the Dead 300 Watchmen and then after that he believed his own hype too much. Watchmen ultimate cut that is. Um I don't, I didn't like I'm Watchmen a, either. I was going to say I wasn't a huge fan of Watchmen. Like I liked it, but I was it wasn't the best movie ever that I ever heard. Like I've heard like some people be like it's the best comic book movie created. It's like no. Well, it's, it's not that, but Watchmen in 300, he did the same thing that um uh Frank Darabont did with the Stephen King movies when they were great. He took the exact source material and made a visual representation of it. Yeah. And to 300 be- is straight up the comic. Like it's scene for scene the comic. That's why it's great. And to be fair, part of my dislike of uh, the Watchmen movie is I don't really care for the book that much, which I understand is sacrilege. That's fine. I think the book is overrated. It's fun, but it's not like the defining piece of all time that a lot of people would have you believe it is. I think think if you love that book, you would enjoy that movie. Right. Minus the fact they changed the ending. Yeah, Yeah, they changed the ending. But other than that, it's almost shot for shot what Alan Moore wrote. So. the ending change was kind of necessary because the ending change that happens in the book couldn't really happen that in that movie. It could have, but it would have been a hard fit for, I think, current day audiences. I think the change in the movie made sense to right. turn Dr. Manhattan into a supervillain, basically. Right. Now, see, my my problem with the book is my problem with most Alan Moore books, which is it's too rapey for my <laughs> It is a bit rapey. Yeah, <laughs> careful of the language. Careful of the language. Alan Moore likes that a little too much and it gets a little under my skin and because like if you read I think it's Neo Necronomic or whatever his version of Cthulhu um, yeah, I think it's Neo Necronomicon it, it's, it's the entire book from like page 7 to page 40 is just straight up rape and I'm just like why did my boss recommend I read this it was, oh. my, it was my comic book boss at the time and I was like yeah, I, I've read that. It's it's. I don't think I'd recommend it to anybody that wasn't a huge Cthulhu fan. It was. It, it is Alan Moore's take on a Cthulhu tale, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's a rape fest. Like it's you would. I would never recommend that to a female reader. Like, ugh. <laughs> it's like I I have that problem with Alan Moore though. He he tends to rely on the rape thing a little too much, and I even have a swamp thing that's right up there. 
I've got the first two books right there, the hardcovers. But I mean, I don't think there's rape in those two books, and I think that's why I was able to get through them. Wait, isn't that the one where there's the tuber sex, where she oh, eats yeah. like the cucumber that he grows? Yeah. So, yeah so there's weird vegan supernatural sex in that book, what? which is way, way, way. Yeah, it's crazy. He he grows a vegetable for his like chick to eat, and then she hallucinates, and they have. Swamp Thing sex. Hey, baby. It's, it's, it's out there. Hey, baby. I grew are this vegetable for you. Thing, are you saying Swamp Thing drugged her? Uh, yeah. Had his way? Well, no, he grew a vegetable and then she chose to eat it. So he, he didn't build Cosmere. She had a choice. <laughs> well, she, did she know it was psychedelic in the first place? I believe so. In any oh, case. Okay, then it was <laughs> I will allow it. It's, it's just kind of like. And I, I even one of my favorite writers, who is um, Stephen King's son, uh, he tends to even rely on, on rape a little. It was just at the very beginning of Lock and Key. Yeah, and it was just in the beginning, and it, it I guess it was a story mover, but he didn't do it in horns. Oh, no, he did. It is in horns. Joe Hill did write rape into horns, but he didn't write it into all of his books, whereas Alan Moore, I don't think I can get away from it. I do not like people with horns. I will say that. <laughs> it is one of my favorite books. You should consider reading it. <laughs> it's one of my favorite After movies. you said it has certain acts in it, I do not think I will. I love seeing Daniel Radcliffe. Maybe next it. week. Daniel Radcliffe being Southern was weird. <laughs> yeah, just, it, just seeing him do that after the Potter films, it was fantastic to see him doing something so different. I think that's what he's trying to do a lot of, is they're trying to do different things yeah. so that you I don't really always think of him as Swiss Harry Army. Potter. Well, he doesn't want to be Mark Hamill. He doesn't want to take the next 30 years off and not be in front of the camera. So you got you got to make some movies. Did anybody see Swiss Army Man? Because I really wanted to see that. I haven't yet. It is. It, look, uh, it looks good weird. It's It looks really weird. But Daniel Radcliffe is a dead body in that. So yeah. That. Going back to the Mark Hamill thing, though, I mean, he moved to more behind the camera. He was doing directing and he was doing a lot of voice acting and things like that. So it's not like he was unsuccessful no, saying, or anything. No, not that he was unsuccessful. But if you listen to a lot of his interviews, a lot of that wasn't by choice. Because basically he talked about after Star Wars, he couldn't audition for anything. They're like, oh, it's Luke Skywalker. Yeah, that was and part of no, Harrison Ford's worry yeah. that he somehow dodged. Yeah, well, he jumped right into Indiana Jones. <laughs> okay, this is a fantastic comment in the chat room. Maybe in 30 years, Daniel Radcliffe will play Alan Moore in a biopic. Mind oh. blown. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if Daniel Radcliffe has the crazy man beard in him, but if he does, I would love to see that. I'm pretty positive that Alan Moore is actually a crazy person. He's like a crazy, crazy wizard. He's a crazy now, wizard we'll, man. Yeah, he is. Now, I, I, actually, I'm pretty sure Alan Moore's been dead for 10 years, and it's just his beard is just alive and running things well, now. Now, will um, Alan Moore actually watch this movie, though? No. No. Alan Moore doesn't watch any movie that's involved with anything that has anything to do with him. Exactly. <laughs> he's kind so, of a stickler like that. Yeah. Yeah, he's in. I I agree with William. Uh, he says that Thank he you. likes the mindscape of William, not Willie. Uh, I like the mindscape of Alan Moore more than any of his comics. And I agree, like, his mindscape is very interesting. He's a very interesting person to listen to. But, oh, my God, I can't deal with his writing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did love Mind. Yeah, Mindscape, that was that movie he did, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really good. And and listening to him talk is like listening to Grant Morrison. Like, it's that that tone of their voice. Like, you can hear, like, just that brain that's full of crazy ideas in everything they say. It's awesome. 
Uh, Kent says Daniel Radcliffe is Alan Ward's beard in Crazy Beard right here. <laughs> There's weird capitalization. I'm trying to <laughs> emphasize. Make your, make your way through it. Yes. Crazy beard writer. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Nice emphasis. Emphasis. Uh, oh. Yes, ma'am. On the wrong syllable. Oh, my brain hurts. My brain hurts <laughs> a lot. So. As we're starting to, we're about 43 minutes into the show. We should probably take about 10 minutes, if that. Rogue One did drop this weekend. It's a huge movie, as you guys have seen. There's been a lot of expectations for it. Now, in traditional fashion, we will talk spoiler-free for a few minutes about it this week. And then our next episode, which might not exactly be next week, but our next episode, we will then go spoiler-filled talk on Rogue One. So just a little bit of backstory on how Rogue One is doing right now. According to Deadline.com, the movie took $71 million Friday, including the previews. Took another $46.25 million on Saturday. They're they're targeting towards about $155.7 million for the weekend. That's a a crap load of money for a movie that they thought was a risk. Because they said, oh, it's it's not a Skywalker movie. And it's telling a story with characters we don't know, despite many Easter eggs in it, which I will not spoil. Um, if you're a fan of Star Wars Rebels, after you see the movie, go back and find one of the guides online to all the Star Wars Rebels Easter eggs that are in it, and you'll listen back and be like, oh yeah, I kind of remember something like that. There are a lot of Rebels references in Rogue One, yeah. which I think is awesome because, hey, this takes place probably at the end of this season of Rebels. Um, uh, are you meaning season two or season three? Season three. There's a time jump after season. I can't. Remember. I think there's a time jump after the end of season two. I can't remember where the time jump exactly is. Okay, but I just finished season one, so I still I'm I'm getting yeah. to season. Two. Season one's finale is what sold me on it. Season two was fantastic, and season three has been very good this year. And as they get closer and closer to the events of Rogue One and um and A New Hope. It has turned into a very good show. And actually, it was announced that Saw Gerrera, who is a Forrest Whitaker's character in Rogue One, will be in Clone uh, Clone Wars. Excuse me. He was in Clone Wars, but he will be in uh, Rebels, an upcoming episode this season. So they are tying things together very nicely. Nice. And his character was cool. He was a very interesting character. He was a bit nutty, as you kind of saw in the trailer, but pretty well done. Uh, So high-level impressions of Rogue One. Act one, very slow. Act two, things start to pick up. Act three, holy shit, what the hell is going on? There's explosions everywhere. Things are blowing up and there's space battles. Act three is where it's at. That all being said, if you're planning on taking your younger kid to this movie, you're like, oh, it's Star Wars. My kid loves Luke and Anakin and all that. This is a war movie. This is a war movie set in the Star Wars universe. There are people dying left and right. There's explosions. There's blood. There's very dark tones to things so please be aware before you take your kid to this i'm not saying don't but be aware this is not as family friendly as some of the other star wars movies are for lack of a better term i would make its darkness comparable to uh, empire strikes back it might actually be a little bit darker just because the predominant theme is war is hell in this movie oh and it is pg-13 so i mean it's not a g-rated movie yeah go to the white side of the jedi you mean the light the light side of the, the white force? Side. It's not the white it's side. The light white side. and black. You know, go racist. to the white side. Especially since especially since the most the most Jedi type character in the movie is Asian. 
So it's definitely not the white side. <laughs> and he, he's and badass. And I was going to say, way, oh my God, Donnie Yen is amazing in it. He's my I, favorite part. He's my favorite. Him and Alan Tudyk. I am all in on the uh, Al, uh, Donnie Yen hype train. Um, I've watched Ip Man twice. And I did watch Fifth Element Shut Up. And <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Chris, Chris, did you do your homework? I didn't. I had too much other shit going on. Oh, you suck. I already told you guys that's how it's going to work. I went on my vacation started on Friday. I don't go back to work until the third of January, so I'll get in at some point. You're on vacation and you still haven't watched it. Double I had suck. stuff to do on Friday, and then Saturday we threw a party. So when am I supposed to watch Fifth Element? Whenever I and feel we weren't like. invited. I see. Whenever, whenever you're not live on this camera is when you should be watching Fifth Element. I do like six I podcasts. Did. I'm always live on this goddamn camera. <laughs> <laughs> he got a point. He got a point. I, I gotta give him that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did watch Fifth Element. I was gonna talk. Save that for later, though. Um, save it for later, please. <laughs> but I'm really like, and like uh, full disclosure, I'm seeing it in now three hours, so I haven't seen it yet. So shut up. But I'm really. Excited. I'm being. I'm being good. I'm being I good. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm really excited to see Donnie Yen because I love Donnie Yen, and that's that's yeah. all there is to it. Like I love him; he's he's fantastic in it. Alan Tudyk's uh, voice work is great, and I think my favorite thing about it, without saying anything about the plot, is that the whole movie is a chess game. It's all about getting certain things set up, and then the conclusion you're like, oh damn, that all works perfectly. Like it, it's fantastic. Yeah, it, it it tied off very well. The ending of it, you're like, oh man, that was awesome. And I will say. Yeah. Very, very slight possibility of spoilering. There were characters I never expected to see return to the big screen from this era that did return to the big screen. And the CGI is almost right for it. It's only slightly creepy looking at them on screen. Really? Because I, I was going to say it's awful. And I would also like to uh, correct uh, Bachman. It's, Anth it's um. Oh, uh, what? Say it. Say it. It's, uh, what you got? What's his first name? First name. Oh, it's Alan 2 Male Anatomy. <laughs> <clears throat> You mean Alan Tudyk? Alan Two Anatomy. Male Alan Anatomy. Tudyk. Oh, <laughs> oh, my head hurts. <laughs> He's awful. So Alan Tudyk was Alan Tudyk was very good as K Two So he was yeah. a Male joy Anatomy. to watch on screen. And one of the things that was interesting, I guess, is he was wearing a green screen for a lot of the scenes they filmed, and he was actually standing on stilts. So when people were eye level with him, because K Two So has longer legs than he does a torso. They were pretty much staring at his green screen crotch the entire time. So there were many jokes that were written while they were on set. Nice. I don't know. It was, yeah, oh, it was a well-designed bot. It was a well-designed uh, droid. Like yes. it was really cool. The whole concept of his character. I really liked. It's an enjoyable movie. It's just don't go in there expecting your normal <laughs> Star Wars film because it is not that. And if you go in with that expectation, you're probably not going to enjoy the movie as much. Go in there with the expectation of you're going to see a story told in the Star Wars universe. It's why they keep calling them a Star Wars story and things like that. They don't want you thinking of them as one of the primary movies from the trilogies. No, these are supplemental yeah. material. You don't have to see Rogue One to understand what's going on in the trilogies, but it actually gives some additional insight into A New Hope, which I won't talk about until everyone's seen it, but when this movie ends, I went home and rewatched the beginning of A New Hope, and I was like, huh, Okay, I get it. Yeah, it I understand yeah, I, why I, Vader's so mad. I understand why he's not putting up with what yeah. Princess Leia is saying to him. I get it because of what just happened yep. in here. And it was very interesting from that regard. And 
I enjoyed the movie. I'm not going to rank it in my grand scale of Star Wars movies. I saw a lot of people were like, oh, it's my favorite movie ever in the Star Wars universe. Where's right behind Empire. Like I said, I try not to rank movies until I've digested them a little bit because there are, I was bored for the first act, I'll be honest. And then it ramped up and I got interested. It's not the best movie, but it's certainly not the worst movie. Let's just leave it at that when it comes to my ranking. No, and on the flip side, you could have not watched any Star Wars movies, and you can go to this movie and enjoy it as a war movie. Exactly. You don't need to know anything at all about Star Wars to like this film. The space battles were also fantastic, too. And oh, th- yeah. this might be considered a minor spoiler. They take footage of the pilots from A New Hope, and they actually put them in Rogue One, some of the pilots from the 1977 film. You get to see them in the cockpit interacting in Rogue One, which is pretty damn cool. Yes, and that stuff was done well. The The digi actors, I was not so fond of. And for those of you that haven't seen it, you'll know who we mean when you see the movie. It's very obvious who the two digital actors are. Darth Vader. I know of I, I know of one because of people being assholes um, and spoiling yep. that. But One, kind like it kind of works. It's not jarring. The other one was, for me, jarring. Like it's, oh my God, like the original Final Fantasy movie, Spirits Within, like it looked like one of those characters standing on film with people. Like, that's how bad it looked to my eyes. I was like, yeah. And of course, one's also yeah, of an actor that's been dead time. for 20 years, too. So it's kind of disconcerting at first as well. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's the one that I know about. Yeah. Yeah. That one, the slight changes to that character, I enjoyed because they actually de-aged that character well. So that, like, it it, it made sense. And it, it looked a little better. But yeah, they, they both they both do stand out. It's, 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 it's another confirmation that you can't just you know, grab a CGI computer and do a movie these days without actors. You still need actors because the, yeah, the, the computers can't do them right yet. Yeah. So to kind of wrap up the Rogue One discussion here, we should start closing up the show. Solid movie. I would recommend you go see it if you're a fan of Star Wars or if you're a fan of war slash espionage kind of uh, movies because there are some pretty good spy elements in here. And I will say uh, Mads Mikkelsen was very good as Galen Erso. Yeah, I dug him. Yeah, here's the thing. There's so many characters on screen, it's hard to come and care about all of them, but there are a few that will probably stand out, and it's probably different depending on what people's tastes are as to who stood out to them the most. I already know which one I'm going to be watching the most. Oh, and make sure you watch the sequel directed by George Lucas. It should be coming out in a few years. It's called uh, Episode (laughs) 4, A New Hope. Yeah, I think they said uh, all the prequels and sequels were on uh, TNT on Saturday. They are running a marathon right now on TNT or TBS. I can't remember which. I thought The New Hope was The Force Awakens. They're basically the same movie, yeah. No, I mean, like, it is literally A New Hope, you know, to the white side. Oh, God. It's the light. (laughs) The light side of The Force, Willie. The light. Light and white is one and the same. No. Oh, Oh, Naki, get him. Get him. I'm I'm busy. (laughs) I know I keep doing this joke, but I am not meaning race at all. This is all your pushing onto it. I am so sorry for you. So going back to the chat room, I see that SP has not yet seen Star Wars, but he's going to boycott it because there's no reference to SNASA in it. And for those that aren't aware, that's secret NASA. And if you want to go to SNASA. If you haven't seen it, how do you know? I thought it was Super NASA. It could be Super NASA. But if you want more insight into what goes on at SNASA, make sure you go to (laughs) www.snasa.space and you can find out more about SNASA that way. And yes, that is an actual real domain, snasa.space. 
dot space. I see that Will, William Blankenship's also mentioned Donnie Yen is like the Asian version of the name Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> it just means well, it's just because his real name. It, yeah, there's a problem. That's a whole other discussion that we're not going to have today. <laughs> Alrighty then. That it's it's an American thing, and it's a discussion that's not for today. You have now piqued my interest. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Donnie Yen is goddamn fantastic in this movie. He's really good. He's he might be my favorite he's, character in this movie. Him or either K two S O. Yeah, he's my favorite. K two S O came in second. I, yeah, I, Donnie Yen is fantastic. I've seen a lot of people shipping Donnie Yen and uh, the character. Or his character apparently has a partner. And yeah, he has the guy with the giant machine gun is Donnie Yen's buddy. Okay, so apparently a lot of people are trying to be like, they're a couple. And I'm just like, I'd be okay with it, obviously. But, yeah, but I mean, again, this is the same thing we saw in episode seven. We're like, oh, two characters of the same sex have a friendship on screen. Let's automatically ship them, just like they did with uh, Finn and Poe. I, uh, I, I still say that Poe and Finn Wait, are. Is, is it canon uh, Chewbacca is male? Because yes, him and he is male. Han Solo. Yes. They are of the same gender then, and but, they are friends. But Chewbacca is, is his hetero life mate. Wookiee relations. Yeah. They're the Jay and Silent Bob of Star Wars. Are we sure of that? I mean, they spent a long, lonely time in that ship together. So what you're saying is Ben Solo is actually the child of Han Solo and Chewbacca? He's hairy we, enough! <laughs> we do not know the anatomy of a Wookiee. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and that is also wrong. Wookiee love is wrong. Well, I see There's in the chat room that Storm chat Pilot room. is a thing. I'm not saying don't ship it, but I'm saying a lot of people are reading way too much into the movie where two guys get along and it's automatic. Oh, they're going to hook up. It's the same problem you have with male and females in a movie where a male and female character can get along and everyone's like, oh, they're going to bang. People well, can just be friends. They do. That's true, but people can just be friends is all I'm saying. Chris and I have just been friends for many years now. That although that didn't that that there was rumor for a while there and we were just like stop don't, it don't bring the rumor back <laughs> bring the rumor back uh, apparently kent uh kent makes a point chewy is married he uh, just watched the holiday special it's true oh, yeah. and the holiday special very boring the holiday special is canon you don't have to it's canon yeah and canon. han han has a previous wife as well he's been married twice was that legit? I never i haven't read past where she showed up in the comics i wasn't sure if that was just, legit yeah. or like some kind of scam now I believe Did he was a divorce from her, or is his new marriage uh, null and void? Well, I don't know. Did they actually? Does anyone know if Han and Leia actually got married in the uh, canon stuff? I don't know if they did or not. Were they living in sin? Is that what you're saying? It's possible. They could have been. She is known as General Organa. That doesn't necessarily mean they didn't get married. She could have just decided not to take his name. But I don't know. Lots of sin for sure. If they are actually married. Oh, she also kissed her brother, so that was definitely living in sin. <laughs> Incest. <laughs> That's all kinds of biblical, right? White, right, Willie? Oh, dear. Well, I'm just saying if there was uh, Adam and Eve, those kids had to have had somebody, and they had no one else other than their brother and sister. All right, so Gross. can we change the subject? I'm, I'm <laughs> changing the subject. Yeah, let's change the, show, I, the subject. Wow, I slurred that. I swear there's no alcohol in this coffee I've been drinking. Shrub-jack. Shrub-jack. 
Schlubject. Schlubject. So we should start wrapping up the show because we have hit the hour-long mark. So we'll wrap things up with a traditional bit we call What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys who are watching live or listening at a later date just what kind of geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into. And this time, I'm going to go first because why not? Um, What? I be- yeah, that's how I'm going to do it. This is what happens. I'm going to mix things up a little bit. I uh, beat the single player on Grand Theft Auto Five on Friday afternoon, I guess it was, which was fun. I now started playing Sleeping Dogs, which I had bought for like seven bucks on sale at one point in time on Xbox One. Eventually, I'm going to move on to ReCore. been playing a lot of video games because it's been too cold to go down to my basement where I really wanted to go downstairs and play the third game in StarCraft Two, the Protoss uh, arc. It's just been way too cold. Did you hear this? He yeah, did I'm not a, watch. I'm yeah, hearing he a lot of video game video played games. and a lot of not watching yes. the fifth element. Yeah, exactly. What That's yeah. what I'm getting at. You guys can oh, because you were busy. You, you can, all right, guys, you know how I'm <laughs> wired, right? The more you try and push me into doing something, the more I kick my heels and I'm like, fuck you, this I'm not, not doing pushing it. You. This is complaining about how you did not spend your time in the past. Yeah, and the where you guys keep <laughs> ragging on me to go and watch it, the more I'm going to fight it because I'm that mature. Eventually, SP is just going to come to your house and sit you down and make you watch it's it. It's the same reason I never watched Lost, because everyone's like, <laughs> oh my god, it's so good, style. it's the greatest thing ever, and I was like, nope, I'm not going to watch it. It's the same reason I don't watch Game of Thrones, because everyone's like, oh, you got to watch Game of Thrones, it's the best thing ever, and I'm like, I'll get to it eventually, and then everyone's like, watch it, watch it, watch it, and I'm like, um, no, I'm not going to watch it, because I'm tired of hearing about it all the time. You're okay in not watching Lost, I will second it, you're okay with not watching that. Now, Lost is fine if you stop at the end of season three. Yeah, well, uh, stop at the end of season one. So I didn't watch that. Well, uh. <laughs> what, what I did watch, though, is I watched the first two episodes of the White Rabbit Project on Netflix, which is the build team from Mythbusters. Cary Grant and Tori have gone on to do this show on Netflix. It's very Mythbusters like it's done with the same production team. And it's very interesting. Like the first episode is all about trying to translate superhero powers into the real world, how feasible it would be to do it and how much it would cost. So it's an interesting show. I like the premise of it. They still get to build cool things and make them explode. So go check that out on Netflix. It's the White Rabbit Project. I'm only two episodes in, but I've had a lot of fun with it. What else have I been getting into? Uh, had a bunch of folks over last night to play some board games. A lot of cash and guns and cards against humanity. And we didn't get to play Secret Hitler, which I was bummed about. We'll get to play Secret Hitler at some point in time. But not yet. Naki, what are you been getting into? Um, I did do my homework and I watched The Fifth Element. Um, it was good. Um, I understand the cult following behind it. Uh, cool. I watched it there. Um, two words, Ruby Rod, Ruby Rod. That is the best Chris Tucker role that I've, I've seen. So you got that. Um, other than that, I, uh, have had a very strange work schedule. So my work, so, so it's just been like a weird week. Um, but you can kind of see behind me most of the, Packages are wrapped. I still got like six more to go, seven more to go. Um, and let's see what else is going on. Um, yesterday we had YouTube fun times, and I was introduced to two channels. One is called, um, hang on, it's a vegan cooking channel that is in Japanese, but it's really, 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 um, it's called Peaceful Cuisine. It's kind of like ASMR, but with food. And it's kind of wonderful. And then there's um, another one that I subscribe to. What is it called? It, I just know it as Dave the American, um, but that's not right. Uh, the World of Dave is what it's called. He's an American living in Korea, 
and it's about the different types of Asian language and the um, and like the differences that you hear. Um, so that was cool. Uh, that's it. I'm kind of just all over the place right now. So uh, yeah, there's that. Hooray! Huzzah! So I think SP's just trolling. He said here at Ezra's grave was in Rogue One. <laughs> I never saw that myself, but it doesn't mean that he wouldn't be dead potentially. There's still a lot that can happen, guys. But there was some cool Rebels references. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Anthony, what are you getting into, sir? Uh, I saw Rogue One, which was awesome. Uh, my uh, Secret Santa at work was really cool. I got me a nice new Deadpool coffee cup. And this really cool Freddy and Jason t-shirt. And some uh, candy and stuff. So that was nice. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out if I can complete the Douglas Movies Challenge or not. Uh, Rogue One was was uh, movie 319. I gave it an 8 out of 10. I have 44 movies to go in the next 13 days. I believe in you. Don't so, leave that couch. It's, it, it's possible. That's that's roughly three and a half movies a day, which next weekend I think I'll be doing nothing but watching movies. So if I watch a, a couple of documentaries during work each day this week, it, it should be possible. It's still possible because I don't want to do it again next year. So I really feel like I need to finish it this year so I can stop and then take a breath and watch some TV or something, because damn. <laughs> and then... uh, Game of Thrones. I go all caught up. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyway. that I'm all caught up on. So yeah, I'm, I'm ready for next season to start, because yeah, this season, the end of this season was goddamn amazing. Um, I got uh, my Tales of Mystery Volume 3 package last week. I was able to read all the way through the book this week. Um, it's a fantastic volume. Uh, some of the stories in this one are really cool. It uh, keeps adding to the, the story of mystery and dealing with the world after the three days of darkness. And there's one story in here in particular that was fantastic because they jump into the future and you get uh, mystery in space. And so it's the, you know, this crazy magician dealing with a, you know, Cthulhu involved infested world. But yeah, they uh, jump into the future and you got mystery in a spacesuit. And that was a really, really cool story. But yeah, lots of lots of good artwork. Uh, really good uh, continuation of the story uh, between a mystery and the promise group. Just yeah, really fun overall book. So yeah, really, really excited for this one. And now that I'm done reading this one, I'm excited for my uh, uh, Nightmare World Omnibus to come in now that that uh, Kickstarter's done. So yeah, lot, lots of good, lots of good reading. And then yeah, another. I got a giant stack of comics for uh, on payday, so I've got uh, a lot of reading to do in between my movies so yeah lot, lots of reading yeah it's a lot of reading good luck yeah. and then yeah you can see behind me where there there used to be a giant uh, wall of boxes there's still a giant wall of boxes but it's now comic book boxes because i opened up almost every box in my house there are no more packing boxes in my living room there's only like three more in here and i got my other bookcase open i got all the books on it and I was able to bring uh, 18 comic book boxes from the living room into the library and start putting them where they belong. So stuff's finally getting where it needs to be. I can I can sit, I sat in my living room yesterday. Someone came and visit, and we were able to sit in the living room and chat and have food, and we didn't have to move boxes out of the way to sit down. So it's kind of nice. Nice. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, finally then, Willie, Reverend Willie D. Nelson, what have you been getting into this week, sir? What are you planning on getting into? I'm assuming it won't thank all be good, clean fun. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, thank you. Well, uh, that same person I would uh, mentioned last week I play Overwatch with, who is very ashamed you guys have not watched uh, Fifth Element. One of you has fixed that. 
Um, <laughs> he he had his concerns about a clean Willie this week. I think it's done really well. Uh, I did not come up with this persona until I said that Jesus loves the little children line at the very beginning, and I just ran with it throughout the rest of it. So yeah, you can see how my mind works. It's very not well done. But uh, yes, more overwatching will happen. Season three is on. I've dropped far down in the competitive season after loss, after loss, after loss. Um, uh, still playing Werewolves Within. There was some trouble on a uh, message board saying, how dare IGN give that game a 6 out of 10? It's the best VR game. I agree it is the best VR game right now. It is my favorite VR game. But I would only give it a 6.5 out of 7 because how many bugs it has and it's very limited in gameplay, but it is still fun to play, even with those limitations and those bugs. So even with that said, it still is only deserving of a 6.5 or pushing it a 7. And then uh, we'll probably see uh, Rogue One either tomorrow, today or tomorrow. I'm not sure. I am off a lot this week and next week. I will probably and overwatch with you this, at some point this week. So long as you are not in your Reverend so Willie time. persona. <laughs> she can't handle it. I can't. I for- Wait, a prophecy is coming. Oh, God. I foresee I foresee this, this character dying as soon as the credits roll. <laughs> so what you're and saying... He might be- He'll go back but, to blasting people in the tank. But wait, there's another prophecy... If I get too bad again, he will be risen once again. <laughs> that prophecy that has like been set forth and in stone. So what Willie is saying done. is if you hang around for the post show today, because we'll probably hang around for a couple minutes after the show's credits roll, you might see the return of the real Willie Nelson. God, I really hope so. Uh, there is only one. There is only one. <laughs> when he cracks himself up as he's about to I'm, say something, I get I'm scared. not sure which one's worse. <laughs> They're all. Uh, this is both Willie's saying, and that kind of hurts Bachman. That really gets hurt. <laughs> well, guys, before we get it out of here, before we get out of here, I did forget one thing, and that was to say that the All Things Good Nerdy podcast is, in fact, part of a network of podcasts that you can find over at gunnageek.com. We have. Oh, I need to do a better count. I think we're up to either 19 or 20 podcasts on the network now. We just added a couple new ones recently. And each week we try to highlight one specific podcast on the network. So, Naki, what show are we highlighting this week? This week we're highlighting Gallifrey Public Radio, episode 12. We're sorry, 212. I can read. Classic rewatch, spearheaded, spearhead from space. Jesus, I am terrible. You um, should have had uh, <laughs> Holy Willie say this. No. This week, we fall headlong into the debut of the third Doctor in Spearhead from Space. We discuss all the backstory components and contributed that contributed to such a monumental shift in the franchise. This Series 6B theory that went from fanfiction to fanon to canon, the ideal selection of Pertwee at this pivotal moment, and our complete adoration for Liz Shaw. Really, we had to give that to Naki because she's the only Whovian we have on the show. No, no, I don't think any of the rest of us watch Doctor Who. And Naki uh, hasn't stopped. watched in a few years, so <laughs> I had to stop. I started. It was a hate watch situation, and uh, my New Year's resolution, like three years ago, was no more hate watching, and I don't hate watch things anymore. <laughs> I just fell off. I didn't hate watch it, but I, I enjoyed Ecclestein and Tenet. I just I ran out of time midway through Matt Smith, and just kind of just stopped being a priority. 
once it once it shifted from Matt Smith's first season was really good, and then it wasn't anymore. And then I finished Matt Smith. I got through Matt Smith's, and then once Peter Capaldi, Capaldi, thank you. Once Capaldi came on, is what I was like, and done and seen. So, guys, before so, as we wrap things up, we did want to mention to go check out all the other great shows that do make up the network. We have a great little family of podcasts here, so please go and check that out. If you have a podcast of your own and you're trying to find a network home for it, please head on over to gunageek.com slash join. That all being said, I think that is going to wrap up this episode 240 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast, still being called The Clean Willy. Please feel free to hang around for a couple minutes after the credits roll because we will hang around for probably about five minutes or so, maybe even 10, chat with the chat room and maybe even open things up. So if you guys wanted to come and chat with us, we can set that up as well. As we're getting out of here, please don't forget you can find our back catalog over at atgnpodcast.com or over on gunnageek.com. Feel free to reach out to us on social media, be it Twitter or Facebook. All of that information you'll hear in the post-show credits. Don't forget we live stream every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central over on geeks.live, the official streaming home of the Gunna Geek Network and channel three of Alpha Geek Radio. It's all part of our ongoing effort to ensure the podcast is everywhere and can be consumed easily by anyone. The next live show. I'm sorry. I just said hooray. Huzzah. So the next live show that you can watch here on on the Gunna Geek Network on geeks.live is Pop X Cast tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern. So go check that out. And then there's other stuff throughout the week. I think there's a Christmas special for the GunnaGeek.com show coming up soon. All sorts of things that you can go and check out over your holiday break. As for us, I do not think we will be back next Sunday, seeing as Sunday is Christmas. So stay tuned to our social medias, be it our personal ones or the podcast ones, and we will let you guys know when the next show will be coming out. We might just pre-record something earlier on this week and then released on Sunday. So probably not another live show until the end of the month. Sorry guys. Until next year, I guess, technically that's kind of odd to say next year, next year, we might do it live during the week when we record it. We'll let you guys know, just stay tuned to the social media. So before we get out of here, you guys have any final thoughts for us? Anyone? Yes. Um, to anyone who says, uh, clean Willie should not smoke. Even Jesus had his vices with a lady of the night. Um, I will say, (laughs) Follow me to the oh, white side and um, follow me with a follow me with a you know a um, you know a gospel hymn thing and points if you know where it's from. Emo way we vibe in Dow. Emo mute him. I can't Dao. mute him. I'd mute everyone if I mute. Emo way we vibe in Dow. It shuts him up. Go ahead, sir. Press that button. I know you're feeling. <laughs> uh, so I'm just gonna press the button to get us out of here and start doing the outro. I think that's the. That's the safer thing. So, guys, we are going to start getting out of here. Don't forget, we'll be back next year at the latest. Sometime, maybe, before the end of the year. Just stay tuned to social media. We don't have a great plan so far, because we're awesome at that. But we'll see you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday, live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over to our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us at atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at ATGN Podcast. 
The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.